Coming up on this episode of The Mompreneur Show, I'm interviewing Polina Perju, a wife, a mother of four kiddos, and a co-owner of Let's Remodel, a home remodeling company that she owns with her husband. I am Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that features amazing stories of the most remarkable mompreneurs. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Polina. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's really good to have you. I'm really inspired by you and your story. And I would like if you could share the story with us. Where are you now? What you do? And how, what, how was your journey? How did you come from here? And how long was the journey? How, what were the struggles? We would love to hear. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. So it started uh, 12 years ago when we got married. We had this crazy idea that we're so much in love that we want to spend every uh, second together. So my husband's been always self-employed. So uh, I still remember like it was like our second day or something when after we got married. And I said, honey, wouldn't it be awesome one day to work together? And uh, I remember his first reaction was like, work together, really? <laughs> because usually you hear all the time, like, okay, I cannot spend every living, breathing second with my wife together. Um, so first it was a little bit funny, but then we seriously thought about it. And uh, we kind of decided together that it's going to be our dream to one day own a company where both of us uh, work on the same project. So, yes, it took us a while. It took us total 10 years. So uh, in June of last year, I quit my job and went full time in business. So now him and me together working on the same thing. Wow, that's amazing. So 10 years ago, yeah. you both started the business, but you were having a side hustle and working. Yes. So the way it started is we started as just a flooring company. It was mm -hmm. mostly my husband. I did a little bit of like office work, but I wasn't really involved because at that point we could not afford it. So I had to work another job. First, mm -hmm. I was uh, working in a bank and then I worked at Mercy Corps. I was actually helping other entrepreneurs and that's how we actually met with you. Um, I was teaching business foundation courses. I was giving out business grants to small business people, uh, helping them with business plans and um, actually assisting them in any way to help and start their own business. So that was my job. And uh, I love doing that. I actually, after I quit that job, I still teach uh, Russian foundation courses for people who live in Portland, Oregon. I'm starting a new course in March and I'm still involved within the community pretty much. And I do help a lot, uh, but now I'm mostly in the business. Wow, that's amazing. So how was how was the journey? Did you guys start off with a showroom right away? Because you guys have such an incredible, incredibly beautiful showroom. Like, was it did you guys make it fake it to you make it right away? Or did you guys start small and really bootstrap your business? No, we started small. Uh, we never borrowed any money because uh, we did see a lot of people who went out of business because they borrowed a lot of money thinking, yes, you know, I can make it right away. And that actually took longer than they expected. So our goal was uh, to invest everything we have. So we opened the showroom, I would say two years ago now. And uh, at that point, we actually uh, was still a good time to buy a house. 
and we were looking for a home because we have four kids. We lived in an apartment uh, because we were saving all our money to either buy a house or invest in the business. Mm -hmm. So I remember uh, we were looking at another house and then um, we kind of looked at each other and said, uh, are we going to you know, buy a house and kind of stay a small business? Are we going to take everything we saved and really invest in the business and go for it? To be honest, it was extremely scary because I'm being a mom. I really care about my kids, first of all. And I really wanted them to have this beautiful big house because they were really tired of living in a small apartment. It's a three bedroom apartment that we had. And they're like four little kids. They're now nine, seven, five and three. So um, really small kids and they need a lot of space. So after like two months of searching for a house, one day we just thought, you know, we're going to trust the God and we're going to trust the vision that we have and just go for it. So we quit looking for a house and um, invested all, all our money in the business and we're still reinvesting every single penny. We did not borrow any money and that's how we do it. Wow, that is so inspiring. So you said no to a house. Yeah, it was a beautiful yes. house. <laughs> to say yes to a business. That's very inspiring because uh, especially, and I'm like totally open to this. I'm like, I I speak what I think, but uh, it's very interesting, especially in our, our community, um, when we live in a nice house and we own that house, it's that state of class of that like, you know, you're a certain level Yeah. to, to say no to about what people think of you and to say no to that status per se, you went and you invested everything into your business. And that looks like it's been the best decision besides, of course, probably marrying your husband and having those beautiful children. Yeah. So what it actually did is, um, another thing was always important to me. And I think, um, the reason why I wanted to be uh, in the same business with my husband my biggest i remember when we were getting married i actually read a book that was talking about that when you get in a marriage you have to dream about your spouse so if you're a husband you're supposed to dream you know how to make your wife happy if you're a wife you're supposed to dream how to make your husband happy and i always thought that it's uh, extremely important for any man to fulfill themselves in whatever profession they do. And since my husband was self-employed, I thought the biggest thing I can do to help him and to make him happy is to help him achieve the goal that he has. And he always was talking about his dream to own a business, you know, to have it at a certain level. And I realized without me helping him as much as I can, it might take longer or it might never happen. So I actually, at that point, I decided that it's gonna become my dream to have his dream, to fulfill his dream. So I joined him. I actually went and got my interior design education to help him in the business. Um, I quit my idea of having a home when I needed to help his vision. And um, that actually pays off. When you see your husband feeling that he's achieving his dream, um, you know, he's happy. That makes me happy. Um, and that makes me feeling like I'm doing my best part as a wife to helping him to achieve whatever dream he has. And definitely I trust him and God that he cares about me <laughs> to make me happy. But I'm happy as long as he, you know, gets what he wanted. 
Wow, that is amazing. What a sacrificial um, thing that you did, like to really follow his dream. And you know, it's it's so interesting because that's, and when you said when you make him happy, it's reciprocal, like he will make you happy too. And it seems like he is making you happy. And I love that concept. And I hope that wives who are listening will really take note and really go for their husband's dream. And, you know, I want to ask you, well, did you have a dream of your own or was your dream always to make your husband's dreams happen? No, <laughs> it's so interesting how things do change. Actually, uh, when before I got married, mm-hmm. um, I did a lot of dancing. <laughs> I used to do ballet. <laughs> I know it sounds weird now. It's just no, no. I can- I know for me, for some reason, it sounds weird. So <laughs> I used to do uh, contemporary dance after I quit my ballet, and I really wanted to pursue that. I actually had my own group of uh, girls when we I lived in Moscow uh, back in Russia. I had, <laughs> we're friends, you guys. We're friends. I had no idea. You got to teach me some moves now. <laughs> it's like my ice cream <laughs> dream job. You know, like when you're a kid, people say, I want to be like sell ice cream. So that's kind of my weird dream. But I had, I definitely quit that dream uh, after I got married at 19 years old. <laughs> I was like, okay, I cannot be a wife and be on stage. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, that's amazing. So how did you and your husband talk through this? Was it more of you understanding that I want to be there for, I want to be for my husband only and not for the audience. Or was it like, how, how was that? Like, how did you come to that decision? I don't know. It was like so weird. I, um, I loved it. Like that's all I did, you know, besides school. And, um, but then when I got married, I felt weird. Like, I'm married now. I should not be on stage. I don't know why. For some reason. Wow. That's weird. Then after we got married, he gave me another year to wrap my things up. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I did not know this about you. So this is very, very interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you, you mentioned in your story that while your husband was mainly running the business, you were going through school to become an interior designer so you can help him out with the design part. And then you were also working and then you also had your four children. Can you please tell me how in the world was the 24 hours enough for you to eat, sleep and raise your children and be a business owner and to go to school and have a part-time job? Uh, So for three and a half years, my schedule looked like this. Um, I would wake up, uh, I think it was six in the morning. Yes, I would wake up six in the morning at 7 a.m. At that time when I started, I had two kids. I gave birth to my third and the fourth while I was at school. At 7 a.m., I would drop them off at childcare. At 8 a.m., I was at school. I, I was at work. Then at 5.30, I leave work. At 6 o'clock, I had my classes. And then at 9.30, I would finish my classes. 10 p.m., I would be at home. 11 o'clock, I started doing my homework. And then I think it was like 1 a.m., I go to bed. <laughs> and that was like that for like three and a half years. Um, oh, my gosh. So definitely was extremely exhausting. But um, And then I all like was pregnant like twice. Actually, a lot of my teachers just called me this pregnant lady because I was constantly pregnant. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
So what two kept, years for for three and a half years? What kept you going? Like what made you get up out of bed, honey? If you can like tighten it a little bit more because it's still touching. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah. If you could, so sorry about that. Um, no, no problem. So what kept you going? I knew that if I'm not gonna finish now, I will never do it. I just knew that in my heart. I don't know how, and I kept telling myself what I did every quarter when I would sign up for new classes. I tell myself, like, Polina, just finish these three classes, just finish these four classes or whatever was the schedule. I never looked at the whole picture. I always looked at the very small thing and would tell myself, Polina, just this assignment, just do this one thing. And that kept me going. Um, and definitely my husband, he was a huge help. I mean, there are so many times where he would be at home and take care of small kids while I'm doing my homework. So he was a huge help. But what also helped me a lot is I kept telling myself, just this one assignment, Polina, never think of a big thing, just this one assignment, finish it, and then you're good to go. So yeah, wow. that's how you go through it. So very short term, not looking too far ahead. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, very short. But did you already have that dream in the back of your head, that long term dream that you didn't that you didn't let you scare that that you didn't let it scare you like how how did you still keep going what did you not have that vision or i i definitely had a goal of becoming an interior designer and you know working with my husband and doing that part of a job but also what helped me is um i always thought when i tell my story to my kids do you want to tell them a story how i gave up or i want to tell my daughter you know if I could finish school and being pregnant twice, <laughs> you can be 18 years old and finish school. <laughs> like, I don't know. I kept thinking what I'm going to tell my kids and understanding that I rather tell them a story, how hard that was, but I finished it rather than like, oh yeah, I gave up, you know, that was hard. So I decided to give up. So, wow. Very interesting. Okay. So let's, let's move on to more businessy side of things. And I love that you yeah. shared, you know, the personal stuff because that always it matters. And that always inspires me like, to you know, you know, how, how other moms do it. So you said you invested your savings instead of buying a house, you guys put it into the business. How, where did you invest it and how did it grow your business? So first of all, we had to invest. Uh, when you rent a showroom, it's basically was a huge empty room. It was like humongous, like I think it's two and a, two thousand square feet or more, Whoa. three thousand square feet. So it's pretty big. So we had to build out the walls. We had to build everything. There was nothing, <laughs> and we had we had to buy displays. We had to build kitchens and bathrooms and. Uh, buy the material that we're going to display. It's just a lot of a, a lot of investment. Then you start hiring people, and um, there's a lot of training that is involved. There is a lot of figuring out because I've never hired people and managed them before. It was you know me and my husband before, and now when you hire people, that's a whole another ball game. Wow. So how where did you find these people? How did you like? How, how did you do it? So my advice would be uh, when you first hiring people, try to hire um, people either you know or people that were referred to you by people you know. Because at first it's um, 
you think you know what people are supposed to do, but unless you do hire a person and have them go through this, uh, you actually do not know anything. Like I thought I know, and then when I got into it, I realized I know nothing. <laughs> like I really was uh, happy that our first employee was referred to us. So he was a friend of a friend. So he was really understanding while we were figuring out things. So it really helps. And also when you hire someone that you know, you kind of um, get in a familiar water. Like you know their personality, you know what they like, what they dislike, what their schedule should be. Like it's more feels like a family versus like employer and employee relationship right away. Hmm, very interesting. So when once you're hiring with uh, once you hire those employees, um, were they? Like, for example, you hire two new office employees and they're mm-hmm. not necessarily going out and doing the work because you have other yeah. people that do that. How do you deal with that? Like, are you always there um, uh, training them, overseeing what they're doing or are you working part time? Because I, I want I'm trying to get into like your schedule, <laughs> move into your okay. schedule and how you balance everything. So the way I do is um, Monday through Wednesday, I'm full time in the showroom. I manage employees and I do everything that needs to be done because one of the lessons I've learned when I was at Mercy Corps, I worked there part-time. I replaced actually one full-time person and one part-time person and I was able to do all their work in three days. So one of the things I realized it's really depending on your schedule and I think even statistically they proved that people really work like three, four hours a day the most. The rest of the time they kind of just not really do anything because they have this expectation. I have whole five days to accomplish this task because I have only three days to finish whatever I need to do in terms of the business. I'm really focused like eight to five. I'm like business only. So um, I do manage um, them by creating to-do lists. I also have a exact scope of work that I expect them to complete each week and then depending on the employee, sometimes they do have exact projects. And sometimes uh, if it's an inside salesperson, they also help customers who walk in. So I cannot really control that, depending on how many customers we have per day. So did you work? Did you say you work only three days a week? Yeah. So in office, I do work Monday through Wednesday and uh, Thursday through Friday. I can do some tasks uh, not being in office. But mostly I'm trying to concentrate on my kids. Wow. And so what does that look like? What is it? Oh, okay. You mentioned that your day, how your day used to look like back in the day of school yeah. and part-time job. Um, so how does your day look like now? So I leave my house at eight. Uh, we open showroom at nine. I'm trying to be earlier than that. Um, then I finish my work at five. And then when I get home at six, I usually take my kids to like either a swimming lesson or they have piano lessons. Um, so actually from six to nine, we are driving with kids somewhere. <laughs> and then by nine o'clock, we're finally home. Um, so then I go to the gym. <laughs> so you wear yourself out even more. I mean, just, oh my goodness, that's unbelievable. No, actually, that's part of a... Uh, balance because when we had a little talk with you before is when we talked about the balance because I feel like a lot of women once they get out of a house they start struggling with all those uh, other areas of their life 
because now you not only you know have kids to take care of or your business you also have a relationship with your husband you also need to take care of yourself you also need the house that needs to be cleaned and vacuumed and all that stuff so you actually have quite a few uh, chess pieces i like it to call a game of chess uh, and my secret is to move all of them a little bit at a time so i never gave up on any area of my life completely i never quit exercising completely. I have certain um, times when I exercise more. I have times when I exercise less, but I do exercise. Uh, I have, um, I never quit like taking care of myself. You know, I cannot have facial every week, maybe every other month. Like I cannot have my hair cut every six weeks or something, but like maybe every three months. So I never gave up on whatever it is in my life completely. I move them all slowly at the same time. And that's what I would say I call balance. That's very interesting. And can you tell me the example that you told me about the blocks and the men and the women differences? Because that yeah. was so encouraging, inspiring, and I totally agree. So one of the things I've experienced while being at school and working and being with my kids, um, I definitely felt like it's extremely hard. And I was talking to other women that complain how they feel guilty about leaving their kids or not being able to focus on them. For example, even if you do blog or any kind of a business from home, you feel guilty because while you're blogging or you're doing your thing, kids totally go crazy. Like they mess up your house or they watch too many cartoons or whatever the create uh, the feeling that you feel guilty. But then when you work, you feel guilty because you cannot do your best at work because you always worry about your kids. So I noticed that we're women really like like a web. You know, everything is connected for us. We always emotionally connected to so many areas at the same time. And then I look at my husband who can watch a soccer game, be extremely calm about everything else. At this point, he doesn't worry what kids do or whatever else is going on in life. He's like, he's focused. He's watching soccer game. That's all he does now. <laughs> and then he gave me a clue instead of, uh, you know, I'm still a woman, but take a man's approach to things. So if I'm eight to five, I'm in showroom. All I do, I think of let's remodel. I'm in the box that's called let's remodel. I only think business. I don't worry about my kids. I don't feel guilty not being with my kids right now. But when I'm with my kids, I'm in the box that is called kids. And I don't try not to take business calls or put them aside for the next day. And I'm really concentrated on my kids only. And at that moment, I tell myself, Polina, you cannot think of a business right now. Just calm down, concentrate on your kids, that all that is important. Because that takes that anxiety away. Because what I used to do, I used to be at work, worry about my kids, not being able to accomplish anything at work. And then when I get to my kids, I would be worrying about my work. So I never was present anywhere. I was constantly worrying. Wow. I feel like that's the struggle. That's the struggle is really being present with your mind, not only yeah. your body. And I, I struggle with this all the time. I got to be honest is that, you know, when, and I feel like having running a business from home and having my kids just like right there and just mixing everything together is it's such a mess and it's so easy to mix everything together and it's so easy to be half with them and half with the business 
And what you're saying right now is so inspiring, blocking off time. Mama, if you're still with us, please give us some props and um, let us know that you're with us and if you're um, enjoying our conversation because I feel like this is very important to talk about, like really blocking out your, not only your time, but blocking out your mind space and like what are you working yeah. out? So that that's very, very inspiring. So is there anything else that you'd like to share with us, Polina, from your experience? Uh, so from my experience, what also helped me to work with my husband, because I do know sometimes uh, when you're trying to work with your husband, people say that, you know, we have more fights or now feel like all we talk is business. Uh, what helped us a lot is we um, sat together and just divided our responsibilities. So we were really clear uh, what what I'm responsible for, what he's responsible for, what he's good at, what I'm good at, and trying not to um, step on each other's toes. So if that's kind of his area of expertise, he would still kind of uh, tell me his ideas and I will listen to him and give my opinion. But at the end, it's his final decision, what he's going to do. If I'm responsible for managing employees and I'm the one who uh, decides on things like that, I will still tell him what I think. I might, you know, hear him out, mm -hmm. but he knows that's my final decision to make because I'm responsible for it. So what helps a lot is actually trusting that your partner will do the best decision and kind of really give it away. So if you tell your husband you're responsible for it, you actually trust him that he's going to do a good job of it. Because I see the conflict arises a lot of times where, you say, yeah, we're going to work together, and then you fight. Who's going to be the final decision maker on this issue? Or you do not agree with your partner, and you fight over it. So I would say, you know, divide and conquer. <laughs> Very interesting. Very interesting. So do you still talk business on uh, over dinner? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> We did talk, talk politics a lot. My <laughs> husband is very involved in everything that's going on in Ukraine and Russia and United States and right now the election period. So he does talk a lot politics <laughs> besides business. That's so funny. Okay. So when you guys close the door, does Pavel, your husband, also close the door at 6 o'clock and also come home or does he do a lot of overtime? So he... He ends up doing a lot of overtime. He actually, most of the time, he gets home at 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, because he manages the projects. And sometimes, uh, you know, he makes like 20 stops a day. So he drives to different job sites and picks up material and does a lot of things at once. So he definitely gets home much, much later mm. than I do. <laughs> okay. No, well, obviously, if you're growing your business, you, it's always a give or take. So what about your kids? Like, who helps you with your children? Because it, when you're running a business like that, you must have some kind of help, right? Yeah. So we've had three different periods. We've had a period where um, I was dropping off two of my kids, as I said, to different child cares. And then we had actually a year and a half where Pavel would be at home for two days with kids while I was at work, and then we will switch. I would be at home with kids, and he will be working. And um, I think we've done it for a year and a half, and then we were lucky to find a lady who comes in now 
to my home and she babysits my kids. So my kids actually think it's their like grandma because they love her so much. <laughs> that is so precious. So how did you find that woman that watches their kids? Again, like um, I think when it comes to a, a babysitter, what I went through first, I had a big anxiety about trusting anybody with your kids. And then I realized, you know what? Like we trust grandmas and grandpas. Uh, we trust that they love our kids and we'll take a good care. So it's a similar idea. You just need to find a person you really trust. And um, actually kids love her. It's a different kind of love. And that's okay. I mean, they're with her like three days of the week. My two oldest are at school, but they love her and they think it's their grandma. And um, so she loves them differently. She takes care of them differently, but really good care. So I kind of learned to trust there should be other people in their life besides me uh, who also love my kids. So, Wow, that's very inspiring. That's very inspiring because I have that anxiety too. And I I can't just like let go. And I, I know that so many moms feel the same way because it's, I mean, it's our babies and um, it's really hard to give that, that parenting. Yeah, but, but imagine eventually they're going to go to school. They're going to have friends. Yeah. They're going to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend and husband and wife. They, they will eventually have people other than you in their lives. Yeah. So it's just a little bit of that experience before they have to do that. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for putting that in, it, putting it into that perspective. Well, Polina, it was so amazing chatting with you and learning about you. And apparently, I didn't know, I didn't know everything about you. <laughs> so, thank you so much for joining us. It was very fun. Um, it was very interactive. Uh, everyone really enjoyed the the show, the conversation. And I really appreciate you for all the value and the insights that you gave us. Oh, Vicky, thanks so much. And by the way, while you guys are listening, I have to thank Vicky one time when I also had this anxiety of like, oh my gosh, I know what I'm going to do with this. My social media, like Vicky came in and she just pumped me up with this energy and desire to do my best. I actually, thanks to her, I started blogging and doing my own videos too. So Vicky, thank you so much. You're such an inspiration. Um, I just love you. Like once you meet Vicky, you cannot like not fall in love with her. Like you have to be friends with Vicky. <laughs> you are so sweet. Like no, I that's true. Even... Do you remember that meeting? Like after that, I started blogging. So thanks to you. <laughs> that is so sweet, honey. I did not even expect you to say this, but thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I feel the same way about you and I'm really inspired by you. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. And let me ask you, do you currently work with your husband or would you be able to work with your husband? Let me know in the comments below. Join us live next time every single Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Join our lively conversations with the most amazing mompreneurs. I'm your host, Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that features amazing stories of remarkable mompreneurs. I will see you next time.